Well, the Dallas Stars are looking to carry the momentum from their Wednesday night victory over to a weekend doubleheader in the Sunshine State. On today's episode, I'll be joined by Armando Velez, host of Locked on Florida Panthers, to talk all about tonight's big road matchup against the Cats. We'll catch up on what both teams have done since these last two teams met and their thrilling 6-5 to five shootout that ended with a victory for the Dallas Stars. A total game preview coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, and you are locked on the Dallas Stars on this Friday, January 14th, a Dallas Stars game day, the first of a back-to-back against the Florida Panthers in Florida. Uh, The Dallas Stars struggling on the road so far this season, but looking to turn the tide and turn a new leaf as they're going to be playing several of their next games. I believe four out of their next five games will be away from the American Airlines Center. So looking to start out on the right foot tonight against the Cats in Florida. But before we get into today's crossover episode between myself and Armando Velez, do want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by the show today. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the Locked On Stars podcast wherever you find your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. No matter where you listen or how you listen, the show is always 100 percent free be sure to rate and review if you like what you hear and give me a follow on social media at dane double underscore lewis and at locked on stars but without any further hesitation let's get right into today's crossover episode between myself and armando velez of locked on florida panthers welcome in everyone stars fans panthers fans alike it feels like we were just here last week and that's because we were it's dane lewis with the locked on stars podcast joined by armando velez of Locked on Florida Panthers. Armando, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Dane. Great to be doing this once again. And uh, this time I'm definitely in a better location for uh, recording uh, this versus the last time. Yes, absolutely. You're uh, you're inside a building and not inside of a car. So yeah, uh, I imagine a little bit better internet reception as well. Uh, yeah, better. Inter- yeah, better internet reception and more comfortable. That's yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. And, and certainly, uh, you know, just a nice aesthetic that you got going on there with the Florida Panthers flag in the background. So all the all all the good vibes for sure this time around. But sure. to get things rolling with today's crossover, uh, you know, you you might, you know, from an outsider's perspective, might be easy to think that not a lot has happened since these last two teams met up. But you would be wrong to assume so. Uh, lots and lots of crazy things for both teams, both on and off the ice uh, for both these squads. But just to kind of throw some some Florida-related questions your way, Armando. Um, two games have been played by the Panthers since these teams met up uh, at the American Airlines Center just about a week ago. Uh, what has happened? You know, I, I've seen the final scores. Florida wins 4-3 to three in overtime against Carolina. A really, really nice win as Carolina uh, has been, you know, a really, really good team this season. And then a nice dominant 5-2 to two win over Vancouver. Uh, that game coming at home for the Florida Panthers. So what has changed from, you know, that final buzzer after the shootout against the Stars to now 
um, these two really impressive wins, kind of building some momentum going into yet another home game against Dallas. What has kind of changed between then and now? Yeah, um, it's crazy because that matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Dallas Stars, um, it, it was pretty much you flip a coin and anyone could have won that one based on uh, the start that both of them had and the the high scoring affair. And usually in high scoring affairs, more times than not, the Panthers usually have that advantage. But this time around, of course, with the shootout, anything can happen. But that, that could have been like a flip of a coin. But in their matchup against Carolina, it was pretty much the Panthers just outskating the, the the Hurricanes and using their speed based on their defense. They give up a lot of rush chances. Sure, they're, they're one of the top defensive teams uh, as far as goals allowed in the NHL, but they do, the Carolina Hurricanes do give up a bunch of rush chances. And I'm saying this just as the final score is looking in Carolina tonight between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm seeing that the final score was six to nothing. I didn't watch that game, but I, I can only imagine how many possible rush chances the Columbus Blue Jackets also had on the Canes as well. And Tuesday's game event against Vancouver, it was, Kind of the exact opposite. Even the final score might say five to two against the Vancouver Canucks, but as far as opportunities to go the other way and to use the speed against Vancouver, it really didn't happen. It really came down to the Florida Panthers just taking advantage of Vancouver shooting themselves in the foot, and they did it. And I said it on uh, Wednesday's episode that it started with that penalty in the third period. Uh, by Mott and the Florida Panthers just took it over from then a shorthanded goal an even strength goal and a shorty too they got up they got them of all kinds but um Vancouver outshot them by 18 still but uh Sergey Bobrovsky was great in this last week but the Florida Panthers are going into this game on Friday a little shorthanded in the goalie department because Spencer Knight's been in pro COVID protocol, but we don't know the status of him going into Friday's game. But their third goalie, Jonas Johansson, has just been placed on the COVID list as well. And this is the first game of a back-to-back -back for the Florida Panthers this, this weekend, Friday against Dallas and then Saturday against Columbus. So kind of a tough situation for the Florida Panthers to be in right now. Verhage had a maintenance day today in, in practice, uh, but... It's it's kind of a little strange uh, for the Florida Panthers as far as the goaltending department right now because uh, we don't know who's going to be back up on on uh, Friday when these two teams meet. Yes, and I know the Stars kind of going through a similar situation with their goalies as well, so it should make for an interesting matchup. And I know you know a few hours uh, before recording this episode, the NHL you know released. They're, you know, the the NHL All-Stars that are coming up. And, you know, I, I think it's no surprise that, uh, you know, Jonathan Huberdeau finds himself on that list, um, clearly deserving of being on that list. One of the best players, one of the best offensive players in the league so far this season. Who's another guy that you would have liked to have seen from this team make the All-Star list? Obviously, a lot of limited spots and you got to have at least one guy from every team. But who's maybe another guy, maybe two guys that you think could have just as easily been All-Stars if things maybe fell a different way? I can understand why Barkov wasn't in the All-Star game because he has missed a third of the season to this point. But Aaron Ekblad, uh, he's averaging almost a point per game right now um, and is a, a candidate for the Norris Trophy. I don't know who's going to beat out Kale McCarr right now, but 
Uh, it, it's it's. I just think it's a little strange that almost a point per game and Aaron Ekblad's not up there. But at the same time, I kind of try to tell myself that the All-Star game is just not great in the NHL. I mean, All-Star games in general, are like, it's really hard for me to get excited about an All-Star game in any sport. But it's more of about the recognition, the accomplishments as well. But I, I guess with the Panthers having, to this point, four postponed games from their COVID uh, from their COVID break in late December. It also gives them an opportunity to rest. It gives that month of February, those gaps in between to, I don't know if they're going to play a few games in a row. I don't know if they're going to be spotty. So it gives an opportunity for, to rest as well for the better part of the season, the stretch part of the season for the cats. So I'm not, it's not the end of the world, but as far as the recognition standpoint, I think uh, I think I think Aaron Eckblad should have been there. Yeah, certainly. Uh, I think a good argument for several guys on that team, just with how Florida has done overall this season. And speaking of some other guys on the team, you know, uh, there, there you had quite a few guys, or I guess a couple guys in both games score multiple goals. Uh, you know, in the the Vancouver game, but also that first game after the Stars matchup in Carolina. Um, Verhege, you know, two goals there. Sam Reinhart, two goals. Who's maybe a guy that the Stars fans watching this game needs to be on the lookout for that maybe had a quieter game the first matchup in Dallas? Because we talked about a lot of the bigger names, but who do you think is kind of on a hot streak right now, uh, you know, from over these past two games that might be bringing some momentum into this Friday night matchup that, that Stars fans and I guess the Stars in general should be on the lookout for in this matchup? It's got to be one of two people. It's either got to be Anthony Duclair with his speed, what 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 he can do with it, and also Sam Reinhart as well. Um, because I, I know you mentioned Sam Reinhart in the in the last uh, about the last game that he had, but the last matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Dallas Stars, Sam Reinhart was still on the COVID list um, for the Panthers. So he's definitely a guy that that has gotten it going for sure in the, in the last month he did get off to a slower start but when it was like the end of november early december he got it going and anthony declare he's been he's just been changing the game changing the dynamic for the florida panthers with his speed and carter Hagee has that speed as well you mentioned uh him as far as that but i feel like Every single time the Panthers play that fourth line, even though Patrick Hornquist is right now on the COVID list, that they just find a way to just create so much energy. It's Itzulus Storinen along with Ryan Lomberg. And then the latest one to be inserted has been Alexi Hepiniemi from the AHL. He just got called up. Um, and he went right back into the lineup and he was creating opportunities right in front of the net as well. And he played he he's played uh well since coming onto the Panthers roster in, in this latest stretch. So I feel like that fourth line of Isulus Thorin and Ryan Lomberg and Alexi Heponiemi, that's a, that's a line that no defense should go to sleep on for sure. Yeah, certainly going to be interesting to see how guys like Reinhardt, Verhege kind of assert themselves in this game. Duclair, even, you know, you mentioned his speed. That overtime game winner that he had against Carolina was really, really impressive stuff. Good play in front of the net. So, and you know, revenge going to be on these guys' mind as this 
shootout loss is not too far of a thing in the past. But we're going to take a quick break and say thank you to one of the sponsors of today's episode of Locked on Stars and Locked on Panthers. And that sponsor is Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories and 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as your workout. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. And welcome back into today's crossover episode between Locked on Stars and Locked on Florida Panthers. Dane Lewis joined by Armando Velez. And now Armando is going to ask me some Stars-related questions to kind of get caught up to speed on everything that's happened with the Dallas Stars over the past few days. Yeah, so we talked about last time around, before this game even got started for for these two teams back uh, last Thursday, and the Stars have had a theme of breaking streaks. They broke one, the Florida Panthers' streak. Then they they end the streak for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So that was a little kind of a game to for the Dallas Stars to like create a little bit of momentum heading into into this one. I mean, I've seen their schedule. They have a back-to-back in in this Florida swing. So it's not going to be an easy one for them, but they've created a little bit of that momentum and I'm and it, it's crazy how they could have had 8 points in this four-game stretch if it weren't for the final minute of that game against St. Louis, St. Louis, where I saw the reaction of Rick bonus on the bench uh, <laughs> after everything. And I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with showing emotion in, in this game. It's like, they don't want the coaches to show any type of emotion. So I actually want to ask you, what did you think of the NHL handing uh, Rick bonus a fine after that? Oh, I, I thought it was outrageous, especially $25,000. Like, I, I get it. I mean, the NHL, and I think it's any league, you know, you're going to get fined as a coach for any kind of reaction like that. But I like $25,000 is, is quite a bit for, you know, yeah. swinging a stick. And I mean, who knows what he said? Uh, I, knowing Rick Bonus and having heard him mic'd up before, I can imagine what he said. Uh, and it's a lot of things that I can't say here on the podcast. But I, I just think, and, and certainly, I, I think it's, you know, he's right in what he did because controversial calls or no calls down the stretch. I don't know if you saw kind of what was, what he was upset about, but really just not getting an explanation from the NHL referees about this no call on Miro Haskin that eventually led to St. Louis getting those two goals in the final minute in that game. And like you said, you know, the stars, had they not lost that game, I think the win streak would be at six or seven games right now. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, they had two before the Christmas pause and the COVID hiatus and then, you know, they beat Florida, beat Pittsburgh. So that would have that would have put them at five wins. And then they beat Seattle on Wednesday night. So, yeah, they'd be they'd be riding a six game win streak at the moment and uh, be a little bit higher up in the in the Western Conference wild card race, but still in a pretty good spot. But yeah, yeah, certainly uh, a lot, myself and pretty much the rest of the stars uh, community, not very pleased with how the NHL handled that whole situation. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Rick Bonus knew that a fine was coming. I just don't know if he was expecting twenty five thousand dollars. Mm. And same thing happened with uh, Rod Brindamore of the Carolina Hurricanes as well earlier this year. So, I mean, 
they're they're competitive. They're uh they want to win. I mean, as a competitor myself, and and as as a referee myself too, I understand that emotions get, but a fine like that outrageous. Of course, referees like the the sports that I, that I referee, like of course you can give technical fouls for swears. You could throw a flag for swears, but of but a fine like that for for showing emotion, only only ejection worthy stuff, at least in my level get um get fines as far as just showing pure emotion that that one i that one is just mind-boggling for me (laughs) for sure yeah but but i want to transition to looking at um the stars roster at the moment um the florida panthers went up against uh brandon holpe last week however Looking at this right now, I'm seeing that he's on the COVID list along with Alexander Radulov and Dennis Gurionov. What's the latest on those guys? Yeah, so all of those guys, to my knowledge, I know on Wednesday morning, Braden Holtzby and Dennis Gurionov had tested again. I believe that they had originally tested positive on Tuesday, so they were scratched from Wednesday's game against Seattle. They tested again Wednesday morning to see if they could maybe make the trip to Florida, but tested positive yet again. Um, And I believe Radulov tested positive for the first time on Wednesday as well. So all of those guys won't be making this trip to Florida, which is a pretty big loss, especially on the goalie end, because, you know, I think the Stars had finally found that duo of Holtzby and Ottinger, and it would have been nice to have both of those guys on a back-to-back. But now Anton Hudobin has been called up, so we're definitely going to see him. I'm not sure which game we'll see him in. If I had to guess, we'll probably see him in this Friday night matchup against the Panthers, and then I think Ottinger will get the start against Tampa Bay on Saturday. But, yeah, yeah, I think it's a big loss on that end. But also Denis Gurionov, who was – doing pretty well for himself coming out of this break he scored against florida but he also scored against pittsburgh as well and so he was kind of finding his footing on the second line with tyler sagan and jamie ben and both of those guys tyler and jamie were both playing a little bit better themselves and so just kind of a, a big loss for the stars losing all that momentum that that second line was building because we we talk on locked on stars all the time about the the top line for the stars and their their talent and you know what their production is never in question but the stars are desperately in need of secondary scoring and the, the loss of Gurionov on this road trip is probably going to be something that is going to be felt, but the stars are just going to have to find a way to work around it and find that, you know, some guys to fill in that second, third, and even fourth line that can produce at a high level when those top guys aren't on the ice. Mm-hmm. So note to self, expect Dobby uh, in, in between the pipes for uh, the, the stars come Friday. And the, during the stretch of games, it's in between these two, um, the top line just continues to just score Pavelski. I saw Pavelski on the score sheet. I saw Rupe Hintz once a, as well. And wasn't J- Jason Robertson on a uh, recent uh, point streak or a goal streak, one of those two? Yeah, so he's on an eight-game point streak and an 11-game home point streak. Uh, so, yeah, just, just doing really well for himself. And he got his uh, 11th point at home last night within the first 50 seconds. Uh, originally counted as a goal for him, but it actually bounced off Rupe Hintz's skate. Still got an assist on it. Still, still got his point. And then he eventually did score a goal of his own. So he, uh, he, he covered all the loose ends. Just incredible for a, a, a guy who uh, was a Calder finalist uh, just last year. Um, after uh, just the year after Dallas uh, makes it to the Stanley Cup final, they have that horrible situation with COVID, and then this bright spot, this this kid uh, coming coming into coming onto this team and just lighting it up and he's one of the, I, I was looking up just now that he's one of the last votes in um f- for fan voting he's one of the candidates for the dallas Stars. so i'm seeing that and i saw that uh joe pavelski 
made the all-star team for the Dallas Stars. And now, now Dallas, they're they have I'm seeing the equal amount of games as far as right now in the standings for Dallas, but still six points out of that last spot. So they're not out of it, Dane, at all. They're not, they're not, they could, they could very well make a run. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that they've shown coming out of this COVID pause that they, like you said, they're certainly not out of it, you know, just yet. And I think that they still have a lot of fight left in them. I think they're finally, you know, kind of hitting their stride and figuring out what they do well and what they do poorly and, and, you know, leaning on those strengths. And, uh, you know, even, even last night, there was a lot of talk about Joe Pavelski and you mentioned, you know, he gets the all-star nod and I'm kind of on the same page as you were all-star games. It's not necessarily watching the game. That's cool, but it's nice to see these guys get appreciated. And a guy like Pavelski who's been around for, you know, so long and he's 37 years old and the several of the stars beat writers wrote today in their, you know, their kind of post-game analysis from, from Wednesday night's game against the Kraken that he's probably putting together his best season, even though he's 37 years old. I mean, who knows what his body has been through throughout that time yet to continue to play at this high of a level. I mean, he he's certainly helping lead the charge for what could be a really impressive stars run here as we kind of get towards the, the spring months. And, you know, I, I don't think it's realistic to say that they're going to come back and win the division just because I think Nashville and Colorado and even St. Louis have a little too much talent, but, but they can certainly make a push for that maybe second, second or even the first wildcard spot. And, you know, I think with any sports league, you just have to make the playoffs and, and you got a shot because playoff hockey is very, very different than regular season hockey. And the age on this Stars team, I think, is going to be one of their greatest assets if they're able to make it into the postseason because they have a lot of age on this roster and some guys that have seen a thing or two uh, during their time in the league. It was around this time in 2019, almost about this time, when the St. Louis Blues were last in their division. And then the run that they went on. I know Stars fans don't want to hear that, <laughs> but that we're at that time at that point. So who is going to be that team in the NHL for sure? And the Stars aren't even in last, so they could they could be that they could definitely be that team who just goes on goes on that streak. But we're going to transition to the third segment of the this episode. But we want to tell you all about Bet Online. And Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile d- website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, and we're back in this final segment of Locked On Panthers and Locked On Stars on this crossover edition of the show. Both teams have back-to-backs. They're on the front end of them. The this team met last week, where the winner could have gone any any which way uh, last last Thursday. But let's talk about uh, the result predictions for this game, and I will let you go first since you are the road team, uh, Dane. Who who comes out on top on this game? Yeah, this is a this is certainly a tricky one because this is one of those situations where I know as a team the goal, you know, for the stars and I'm sure what the coaches are preaching is hey, come away with from this road trip with four points. 
And I think, you know, that'd be, that's best case scenario. But just, you know, from what I've seen from the Stars this season, playing on the road has not always been their strong suit. So I think realistically, if they can come away with two points, that that's a, that's a victory. So it just kind of, you know, depends on which game are they going to win. Are they going to beat Florida, who's, you know, coming off two wins, playing really well right now, uh, you know, certainly looking to get back at these Dallas Stars. Or are they going to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have had their numbers since, you know, October of 2020? Uh, and so it's really, really tough to say. And I think just especially if Anton Hudobin starts this game, not necessarily a huge fan of the Stars' chances to come out on top. So I, I think the Stars drop this game. Probably, I, I think it can be close. I think, you know, the, even though they lost that game in St. Louis, up until that final minute, they showed a lot of really, really good progress that had been made as far as their ability to play at a high level on the road. And so I think that they'll, they'll keep it close, but I think the Stars might lose this game by a score of maybe four to three, maybe five to three with Florida scoring an empty netter kind of at the end. But would love to see the fight that they brought against Florida the first time around and see another really good competitive game for sure. I'm just, I'm just now looking at NHL.com and the stars road record right now, despite being middle of the pack in their division, they're one of the worst road teams in the division. Actually, I, I'm seeing this. I'm and four ten and one for the Dallas stars. Well, the Florida Panthers, 19-3 and oh at home. So, and the Florida Panthers have had their share of road woes before that recent road trip where they came out three out of four in that one. And that was a possible change in momentum type of road trip for this team who had been battling 500. But now currently they're over it, 500. And man, the 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 splits for for the Stars are just not a, more different than I thought it was going to be for sure uh, in this one. And with how Florida has played at home versus a, a, what I'm seeing in front of me with the Dallas stars, I'm going to say that the Florida Panthers will come ab- away with a win in this one. Since coming out of their COVID pause, they've scored, <laughs> they scored f- Four, four or more goals in every single game since coming out of that pause. So they just score in bunches. And I just think that their continued home success and the momentum that they're creating and with also the front, the it being a front end of a back-to-back, I don't know. There's a chance that Bobrovsky might start both because he might have to. And it's a little tough because after this back-to-back uh homestand um this three game and the three game homestand that the florida panthers are in they're going to be making their western canadian trip and that's as far as the travel and we don't even know if those games are going to be played because canada is still having issues with their attendance uh rules with their which what they're trying to do with the omicron variant so are the panthers going to come out of this back to back and are they going to have a whole week because the nhl will postpone more games or are they going to ride high and then continue that as they try to continue going on their on their momentum that they created from the most recent trip and carrying that over to Western Canada? So a little bit of a, a strange uh, and a whole bunch of uncertainty coming up because the Panthers and Sam Bennett, he's going to be making his return to uh calgary for the first time since being traded so that's something to look forward to for the cats but i i think they're going to win this one um 
Columbus is coming in hot after that six nothing win over Carolina. So that's something to look forward to. And Columbus has been a little bit of a surprise this year as well. They're not dead in the water like a lot of people thought they were going to be. So tough stretch for for the Florida Panthers and the the goalie situation. Dallas, even even after Friday night's game, I, I will say, Dane, I, I will be paying attention to the Dallas Stars and what they do in um, Tampa Bay the, the 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 next night after playing to see like how they look with with. Uh, putting the other goalie in and seeing how the, how the second line and below plays without Gorionov as well. Yeah. And there's a chance that I feel like I'm often wrong about who starts for goalies in this position. I could also, you know, I, I just, I, I think I'm thinking from how I would do it of starting, you know, uh, Anton Hudobin first, since Ottinger mm-hmm. did just play on Wednesday, give him full rest before letting him play Saturday. But also, I mean, Anton Hudobin, despite losing that Stanley Cup a while back and despite dropping quite a few games last season, has seen quite a bit of this Tampa Bay team. But Jake Ottinger, you know, seeing a good amount of them as well, having gotten some starts. But, yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting to watch. And especially if they do drop this game and if it gets out of hand, uh, it's going to be really, really interesting to see how they respond on Saturday against Tampa Bay. If they're going to come out flat and drop that one too and come away from this road trip with no points or, or if they're able to to kind of rise above the adversity of, of what could be presented in this Friday matchup and, and kind of carry that forward because it doesn't get too much easier when they get home. I can't remember off the top of my head who all they have next, but I, I know, you know, a lot of our divisional p- games are still needing to be played. And so every one of those games is going to count for sure. And those are going to matter immensely as the season goes on, because, you know, as we've been saying they're they're not dead in the water, but they, they need to start racking up these wins, especially on the road, if they want to consider themselves a legitimate playoff contender, because, Good playoff teams can win at home, but they also need to, you know, be able to steal a game or two on the road. I'm seeing four out of five uh, for the Stars on the road coming up, and both both of those road game go road games, they're back to backs on both of them. So oh. a little bit of a tough stretch for Dallas. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find out a lot about this team for sure in the next coming days. I think Philadelphia is one of those games, so maybe that one will be a a little less challenging. Philadelphia struggling a little bit this season, but always hard to get a win on the road in professional sports and especially the NHL. And who knows what other guys might get thrown on the COVID list. Hopefully not too many more, as I know about 70, 80 percent of this roster has already been in COVID protocols. And especially a lot of the big names, Garyanoff and, and Holtzby and Radulov were kind of the, I guess, at the back end. And their their invincibility spell wore off a little bit at the end there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Uh, for sure. And, uh, definitely, um, hopefully they all get to, uh, recover and just like how the Panthers have most of their roster has been on the COVID list and back. So hoping no more of these. Yeah, for sure. Hoping that, uh, the NHL as a whole can kind of get back to, you know, being able to find a little bit of consistency and hopefully these guys are able to stay healthy and without symptoms and, you know, as in, in, in return, you know, you want their families and whatnot to stay healthy as well. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of, weird weird times here in the nhl for sure with this omicron variant going around for sure well that's going to do it for today's crossover episode between locked on stars and locked on panthers be sure to tune in to oh i guess not tomorrow because it'll be the weekend but we'll be breaking down these games from the weekend at locked on stars on monday and armando i imagine you'll be doing the same on monday for locked on panthers Yep, we'll be uh, we'll be breaking down uh, the weekend slate of games and then uh, talking about the upcoming Canadian road trip. Good deal, good deal, Armando. Always good to cross over with you. And uh, who knows if we'll get to do this again? Because I know our teams don't meet up in the regular season, but you know maybe uh, maybe the fate will have it where our paths cross <laughs> again at some point. 
The only time would be the Stanley Cup final. The, the hey, only possible time. I uh, I wasn't gonna say it because I don't want to jinx the stars, but I mean now now it's out there. So maybe <laughs> maybe if the if the hockey gods intend for that to happen, we'll uh, we'll see it happen. <laughs> Certainly hope you guys enjoyed today's crossover episode between myself and Armando Velez of Locked On Panthers. Always a good time to get together with other Locked On hosts, and looks like this might be the last time Armando and I get together this season, unless, like I said at the end there. Crazy things happen, and these teams find themselves competing for the Stanley Cup. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens whenever that time comes. But thank you guys again so much for listening to today's episode, for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day at the Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. The Locked On Bets podcast can be found for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Be sure to tune in on Monday as we will give you a full breakdown of tonight's game as well as Saturday's matchup with the oh-so-dangerous Tampa Bay Lightning. We will see you then, Stars fans. Have a great, safe, fun weekend, and we will see you back here on Monday.